Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Hope you are all enjoying this gorgeous weather that we have been having. Well, at least here in New York, it is beautiful outside which means I will be out there in just a few minutes after I finish this. But today, I would like to talk to you guys about fear. And not just any fear, but fear of failure. Have you ever been so afraid of failing at something that you decided not to try it at all? Or has fear of failure meant that subconsciously, You undermine your own efforts to avoid the possibility of a large failure or a larger failure. I think that most of us have experienced this at some point in our lives. Fear of failing can be immobilizing. It can cause us to do nothing and therefore resist moving forward. But what, you know, what we need to know is that When we allow fear to stop progress in life, we are likely to miss some great opportunities along the way. Some of the best chapters in people's lives come from taking a plunge into the unknown or risky. I have a friend who left her husband even though her life was comfortable because she knew in her heart that she did not love him all that much and she was living a life of just pretending or attempting to see it as the best thing ever when it wasn't because starting over was just too scary. And at first, when she first left him, she was heartbroken because he was caught by surprise and how he felt mattered to her and she didn't want to hurt him. She was also terrified that at times, you know, she she was going to lose all her friends and um, and she missed his friendship and the comforts of that life. You know, she really missed the comforts of the life she had and she was afraid of what the future held for her. Not to mention that in the beginning of being on her own, things were just harder financially as well as emotionally. But it was that decision of leaving him that not only led her to meet her actual soulmate, but also to help her ex-husband realize that he too had been living a lie with her and that he too wanted something else out of life which he was only able to get because she was the one brave enough to leave him and force him into a new chapter in his life. And now, they are both happier than ever with lives that are filled with everything that they always dreamed of alongside their each of their actual soulmates. But that could never have been achieved if they had stayed together. And I know someone else, myself. I used to be someone, especially as a kid, who would not even try something if I felt that I wasn't going to be good at it. I just refused to enter into any competition or take up an instrument or a sport that I felt I couldn't win because I associated winning with success. I thought that winning was success. But that's the thing, you see. 
We fear failure because we want to succeed in life and we want to be loved and we want to be appreciated and we want to be perceived positively by others. But if you stop to think about it, what is success? Or better yet, what is failure? Isn't it purely subjective? I mean, Who hasn't cried at the scene in Cool Runnings when the Jamaican bobsledding team crashes and then gets up and carries the bobsled to the finish line while everyone applauds? How powerful is that scene? And how many of those scenes are there in life? See, it does not matter that the Jamaican bobsledding team didn't win gold. What matters is that they participated, that they gave it their all, and that they finished as best they could. If we perceive failures as just not being the number one at something and not getting the gold medal, then it's almost impossible to go through life without experiencing failure. And people who do so probably live so cautiously that they go nowhere. Actually, they're probably not even living at all. We can choose to see failure as proof of just how inadequate we are, or we can look at failure as the incredible learning experience that it often is. Every time that we fail at something, we can choose to look for the reason and the lessons that we're meant to learn. These lessons are very important. They are how we grow and how we keep from making that same mistake again. Failures stop us only if we let them. Many idols that society look up to have experienced failure in the common sense of the word. Michael Jordan, for example, was widely considered to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And yet, he was cut from his high school basketball team because his coach didn't think that he had enough skill. And you know what's funny? Thinking about that right now, don't you think like, my gosh, what an idiot that coach must have been. But we don't know. Maybe Michael Jordan just didn't have the skill at the time. And maybe he only developed that skill because his coach cut him from the team and it made him want it that much more and made him learn exactly what he still needed to develop before he could become the best. And Warren Buffett. One of the world's richest and most successful businessmen was rejected by Harvard University. As was I, by the way. <laughs> I applied and didn't get in. It was so annoying. Like They had sent me a letter inviting me to apply, saying that they needed women and diversity and blah, blah, blah. And then they said no. I was so heartbroken. And Richard Branson, owner of Virgin Empire, is a high school dropout. Yet one of the richest and most successful men in the world. Most of us will stumble and fail in life. You can bet that doors will get slammed in your faces. And people we love won't love us back. And job interviews will go terribly wrong. And we will lose elections and we might make some bad decisions. But imagine if Michael Jordan had given up on his dream to play basketball when he was cut from that team. Or imagine if Richard Branson had listened to the people who told him that he'd never do anything worthwhile without a high school diploma. Think of the opportunities you'll miss if you let failures stop you. When you don't get where you want to go, learn a lot about not only the steps that there are and the skills that you still need to develop to get there, but also realize you're wise. Because you might discover 
that that's not even where you want to go in the first place. Failure can also teach us things about ourselves that we would never have learned otherwise. For instance, failure can help you discover how strong a person you are. Failing at something can help you discover your truest friends or help you find unexpected motivation to succeed. Often, valuable insights come only after a failure. Accepting and learning from those insights is key to succeeding in life. So how do you stop living in fear of failure? Well, there are some ways and there are some exercises that you can do. One powerful one is visualization of your dream life. So visualize your dream life and what you want it to look like. Or even in a micro level, visualize you achieving the outcome that you seek in the very thing that you are afraid of failing at. And also analyze all the potential outcomes and know all the possible steps that you have to take. Many people experience fear of failure because they fear the unknown. You can remove that fear by considering all the potential outcomes of your decision. And you should also know what are the many paths that will lead you to your goal because it's amazing how many ways there are to get to the same destination. You should also learn to think more positively. Positive thinking is an incredible powerful way to build self-confidence and naturalize self-sabotage. Not naturalize, neutralize. Um, and also you should look at the worst case scenario because in some cases the worst case scenario may very well be genuinely disastrous and it may be perfectly rational to fear failure but in other cases however this worst case may actually not be that bad and recognizing that can really help you Always have a contingency plan. If you're afraid of failing at something, having a plan B in place can help you feel more confident about moving forward. Try also not to overwhelm yourself with goals that are too broad or too big. It is best to set small goals that function as steps to your main larger goal. These should be goals that are slightly but not overwhelmingly challenging. Think of these goals as early wins that are designed to help boost your confidence. For example, if you're too afraid to talk to the new department head who has the power to give you the promotion that you want, then make that your first goal, to just plan to stop by her office during the next week to introduce yourself. Or if you have dreamt of becoming a career politician, but you don't have enough money to campaign or to move into the district that you feel you can win an election in, then get a weekend bartending position where you can make extra cash and talk to many people, getting to know the constituents and getting to know the needs of that area while making yourself a staple in that community. Volunteer in their local organizations. Make yourself known and show that you care. Or if you've dreamt of returning to school to get your MBA, but you've convinced yourself that you're not smart enough to be accepted into business school, set a goal to talk with a school counselor of that school or the admissions officer to see what's required for admission. Try to make your goals tiny steps on route to a much bigger goal. Don't focus on the end picture, like getting the promotion or you know being elected or graduating with the MBA, but just focus on the next step introducing yourself to the department head, finding a way to be a part of the community you can win an election in, 
talking to the admissions officer at the business school. That's it. That's all you need to think about. And taking one small step at a time will help you build confidence and keep you moving forward and prevent you from getting overwhelmed with visions of your final goal. It will also help you to demystify people and positions as a seven-headed monster because many times our incredibly creative minds create an incredibly exaggerated version of the people and things that we need to come across. And in reality, they are much more normal and down-to-earth than we think. And follow your heart. If you're in a relationship that isn't good for you, whether that's a business relationship or a romantic relationship or friendship, you know, get to know other people. It's not cheating to make friends and to, and to explore other possibilities. And before you take that major plunge, you need to make sure that what you're getting yourself into is worthwhile and that there is something else that best fits what you need in life. Follow your heart. Because your heart knows the path that you need to take and it nudges you to it. You will feel it more and more until you do it. And at first, that big step is so scary. But once you take it, oh, it feels that much better. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being here with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday. Somehow close to me